I don't wanna be just someone that's new I speak my mind so free so you could hear the truth Yeah, no Hello, good day, and welcome to the Truth For Youth podcast. I am the host, Micah Murphy. Glad you're tuning in. Maybe this is your first time listening to the podcast. I appreciate it. Give it a chance. I think you might enjoy it. Get something of value. Uh, if you're a current subscriber, dedicated listener, hey, I appreciate the support. And thanks for sharing this podcast and leaving reviews. That's what helps the podcast grow. So guys, today we're going to talk about or actually I'm going to continue kind of a theme that we've been talking about the last couple episodes. We've been talking about how you live a life that's recommendable and how you live a life of kind of minding your own business, just kind of nose to the, to the ground, just grinding, doing your thing, but doing it in a way that others see that and they respect that. They respect the life that you're living. Um, so today, it's, it's kind of along that same line, but there may be a little twist in there that may or may not be a little bit of a thin line to walk. So today, as you probably have seen the title, Stop Caring What Others Think. Now look, this is one of those concepts, the quicker you grasp this, the better off you'll be. And obviously, there's a little caveat to it, but teenager, young person listening to this, I, man, I so wish I could go back and do a better job of this when I was younger. But if you can grasp this now, your life will be so much happier and so much more fulfilling if you will just stop caring so much about what other people think about you. I'm telling you, that is a burden I know that weighs on some of you. Maybe, maybe some of you already got it, okay? Maybe, maybe you are good and you don't really care what other people think about you, but the majority of teenagers and heck, even adults, we still care. And that's okay because that is human nature that we want to be accepted. We want to be liked. That's, that's part of, of being human. And with that comes you know, feelings of, of, I guess, worth and self-value. So today, that's, that's our topic, and that's what I want to talk about. Look, and I realize this may sound kind of weird because what we talked about in the last couple episodes, we talked about, you know, living in a way where other people actually respect you. Well, so now today, Micah, you're telling us to, who cares what other people think about you when you just preach to us for the last couple episodes about, you know, having people see you and respect you and recommend you. And now you're telling us who cares, who cares what they think. All right. So I know that sounds a little weird. It sounds a lot ironic, but bear with me on this one. All right. If you're living a life that is completely contrary to God, okay, completely contrary to what you're claiming, if you're claiming, that is, to be a Christ follower, if your life is hypocrisy and people are talking about you and people are, yeah, maybe bad-mouthing you or making fun of you or dogging you out or whatever, okay, then yes, you should be concerned about that. That should bother you. But what I'm talking about is if you are being made fun of or people are talking about you or dogging you or whatever, strictly because you are a follower of Christ and you're doing and saying 
things that line up with Christ, things that line up with the Christian faith, then that's where I'm saying don't worry about those people. Don't worry about their thoughts and opinions. Or if it has to do with kind of who you are as an individual, as a human being, because of the color of your skin or because of your personality, because of your hobbies, because of your likes and dislikes, uh, maybe it's how tall you are or your laugh or, or something along those lines. If people are making fun of you or are dogging you because of that, then yes, who cares about their opinion? Now look, this is one of those topics that I realize it is so much easier to say this than to truly understand it and grasp it and apply it to your life. I know this, and I know you young people listening to this, popularity and being accepted is, is big, right? That's, that's kind of part of growing up. It's part of being in middle school and high school, and heck, even in, in college and being a young adult, you're, you're, still, you're still kind of developing who you are. You're still trying to build confidence in the person that God has created you to be. So it is tough because, look, we do like to be liked. I like to be liked even today, okay, as a, as a grown man. I want to be accepted. I want, I want teenagers to like me. I want fellow adults to like me. But you have to get to a point where ultimately you don't really care. You don't really care their opinions if, if, if you are living the life that God has called you to live. Okay, that's my big if. That's my big um, bold, you know, somebody say it's the fine print, but no, I'm going to say it's the big bold print. That's the caveat. That's the catch, okay? Don't care what other people are thinking or saying about you if, if you are living the life God has called you to live. Look, here's what happens, okay? We, we get into middle school. We get into high school. Maybe it's a new group of friends. We start caring a little bit more about our appearance and maybe you know, our activities that we're involved in. And we want to start kind of trying to prove ourselves a little bit. We want to be accepted more. We want others to like us and, and, and see us as somebody that's either fun or funny or good looking or whatever. And we're, we're trying to get into these certain groups a lot of times. So sometimes we may say things and we may do things that we don't normally do or say, or maybe we wouldn't have done that or said that, but we felt pressured to do so because we're trying to be accepted. Don't do those things. Don't say those things. Don't become that person because that's not who you are. That's not who God has created you to be. Be who God has created you to be. You know, live by Jesus' standards. And yes, you're probably going to get made fun of a little bit. You're probably going to get rejected by certain people or groups. But that's just part of it. Even if you spent your whole life trying to be accepted by everybody, somebody's going to reject you. That's just how life is. You cannot be accepted by everyone. You cannot be liked by everyone. So spending a whole lot of your time and energy trying to be liked by everyone, accepted by everyone, approved by everyone, does you no good. It just doesn't. It's not going to happen. But if you're living, again, the life that God has called you to live, 
then you can be confident that you're living to your purpose, to your fulfillment. So let's look at a couple passages that will help us with this. Um, The first one I want to look at is Proverb. Proverb chapter 29, verse 25. And again, the book of Proverb is a book of wisdom. It's a book of knowledge. You know, this is, we all want more wisdom in life, or at least I, I believe we all do. I do. And the book of Proverbs is that, that's what it is, right? It's a bunch of good wisdom to live by. Even though it's not Old Testament times, it's still very valuable information that we can find in Proverbs, and this is Proverbs, and this is one of them. Uh, and again, I have two different translations I want to read you. One of them, it says this, and this is the message. The fear of human opinions disables. Trusting in God protects you from that. Think about that for a minute. The fear of human opinion disables. So let's think about that for a second. All right, so if we are constantly fearful of other people's opinions of us, it it disables us. It kind of paralyzes us from action because we're like so scared to do anything because we're afraid what other people are thinking or going to say or going to do. And that, that, again, hinders us from accomplishing what God wants us to accomplish. Now, here's another translation of that, the Good News translation. It is dangerous to be concerned with what others think of you. But if you trust the Lord you are safe. It is dangerous to be concerned with what others think of you. In other words, who cares? Don't worry about what other people think of you. It is their opinion. And a lot of times, they probably don't know who you truly are. They probably barely know you. Maybe they just saw you on a post. Maybe they just caught a video of you. Maybe they just heard something from a friend or from somebody else about you. But they don't truly know you. They don't truly know your heart. They don't truly know your spirit. They don't truly know your intentions. And look, we all make mistakes. So perhaps they're judging you or or making an opinion on you based on a mistake. But even if, even if, even if they know you inside out, And they still, for whatever reason, dog you out, don't like you, make fun of you. Who cares? Their opinion doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Yes, it hurts, okay? I I am human. (laughs) I have human emotion, okay? Even though I'm a pastor, I'm, I'm human. I get it. It does hurt. It hurts to be rejected. It hurts, okay? But we've got to brush that off. We've got to be, you know, an adult about it, even though you may be a teenager. Be an adult. Say, okay, i got to brush this off. I can't get my my feelings all hurt and can't just stop living and being who I, I need to be because one or two people said something bad about me, made fun of me, whatever. Because their opinion doesn't matter. It says, trust the Lord. God is the one that protects. All right, let's look at another one. 
Galatians chapter 1, verse 10. You can see that I am not trying to please you by sweet talk and flattery. No, <laughs> I'm trying to please God. If I were still trying to please men, I could not be Christ's servant. And then here's another translation of that same passage. Does this sound as if I'm trying to win human approval? No, indeed. What if I want is God's approval? Am I trying to be popular with people? If I were still trying to do so, I would not be a servant of Christ. Love that one. Does it sound like I'm trying to win human approval? And again, that's what we do, right? If we're trying to do things to become popular or trying to get accepted by a certain individual because he's cute or she's good looking. And so we're trying to get, you know, their approval. And so maybe you do things and say things that is out of your character or is maybe against the morals that you hold as a follower of Christ. Are you trying to win their approval? Are you trying to win the approval of, of maybe your teammates or your coworkers or somebody else? It should be no indeed. I'm not trying to be popular with people, as the passage is saying. If I'm trying to do that, then, then it's going to be hard to be a servant of Christ. That's the point of that passage. If you want to be popular with everybody else in the world, it's going to be hard to be a Christ follower. Now, hear me say this. That doesn't mean if you are popular that you're not a Christian. Okay, that's not what that's saying. There's plenty of popular Christian people. You know, Tim Tebow pops in my mind. Obviously, you know, very godly man, very popular. But guess what? He has plenty of haters as well, okay? He's not out there trying to people please. He's just following Christ, and because of the man's integrity and because of his good looks and his athletic ability, he's a popular dude. Okay, so you can be popular and be a Christian, all right? Please do not get those confused. But what Tim Tebow is not doing, he's not out there trying to win a popularity contest. He's not out there doing and saying things just to please individuals. And that's the cool thing. You can gain that respect that we talked about in the last episode. You want to gain your peers' respect and those of non-believers Again, keep your nose down and grind. I mean, Tim Tebow, he's a grinder, right? Like, he, he works hard. I mean, he pushes his body physically. Sure, you know, he, he's not going to go down in the NFL Hall of Fame. But guess what? He, he got a lot of respect from teammates, from fans, because of who he is, because of his hard work, um, and because he, he walked the talk. So, looking back at these passages— we can grasp the concept, the focus, that it's not about others. It's not about pleasing them. Young people, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, please, please, the quicker that you get this, the more free that you will feel. All right, you want to release some of that burden that you may be carrying around? Quit trying to please people. Quit trying to win the popularity contest. It's almost right the opposite. When you become confident in who you are, who God has created you, that is attractive. 
it's attractive physically. It's attractive just even in like an emotional sense where people just kind of want to be around that because, hey, man, people like to be around confident people. You know, not cocky and arrogant, but just confident who you are, who God's created you. That is, that's attractive. That's, that's people want to be around that versus trying to be somebody that you're not. People quickly sniff that out and then they don't want to be around that anymore. And here's another thing to think about. I'd be willing to bet the majority of the people that you're trying to please and trying to impress, you don't even like those people. (laughs) Isn't that funny? When I think back to some of the people that maybe I was trying to impress in middle school or high school, I didn't like some of those people. I just was trying to do it because I thought they were popular or thought they were, you know, other people thought they were popular. And so I thought, man, if I can impress them, then maybe that made me more popular or maybe make, I'll feel better about myself. I don't know. And then here's the other part of that. Okay. Even if it is somebody that you like and you're trying to impress right now, chances are give yourself a few years after, after high school And I'll go ahead and give you a bigger cushion. Let's say 10 years after high school. I'm willing to bet the majority of those people you will probably not see face-to-face. I'm sure you'll see them maybe on social media or something. Keep up with them that way. But you probably won't see those people face-to-face. And I I guarantee you're not going to care about what they think at that moment. You're going to be on on to a, a different stage of your life. Perhaps you're married, perhaps you have kids, you're pursuing a career, uh, I mean, you know, job, whatever. You're not caring what they thought about you in high school or in middle school, about whether they thought you were dumb or you were some, you know, religious freak or that you were so conservative because you wouldn't, you know, sleep around with other people. Whatever their their negative thoughts and ideas about you because you're trying to live a Christian life, yeah, people are going to make fun of you. People made fun of me to some extent. Even my good friends in high school made fun of me or like to kid around with me about not drinking, not doing drugs, not having sex. You know, yeah, I got kid around for that a little bit. But guess what? And yeah, that hurt a little bit. But guess what? Like I said, you, you get me out of high school, and then you're in college, and then especially once, you know, you get married and all that, all that is just, it's silly. It's nonsense. It doesn't mean anything at that point. I could, I could, I could not care less. You know, it's, you just wish you could go back to that place in time and take away some of that energy and that anxiety or stress or whatever that kind of builds on me. And I didn't really weigh, weigh so much of that on me. But it does weigh on you a little bit. So I'm trying to encourage you young people that are listening. Do yourself a favor. Man, take that burden away. Quit thinking so much. What do they think about me? What are they saying about me? If I do this or if I don't do that, are they going to like me anymore? Who cares? Be who God created you to be. Be confident in that. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. God's opinion. Everybody else's doesn't mean anything. And here's another cool thing to think about. Ultimately, who gets the last laugh? Ultimately, who gets the victory at the end? At the end of life, who gets the W? Who gets the win? The Christians, right? 
We are on the winning team. Jesus has already won. He's already fulfilled it. Well, maybe not completely fulfilled it, but when he died on the cross, he fulfilled a lot. Okay, when he rose from the dead, he fulfilled a lot. Now, yes, he's, he's coming back, right? And then we have the final judgment, but it's pretty much game over. We're just kind of still out on the field playing, if you will. But the score is already so tremendously out of hand, there is no coming back, right? The other team's not winning. So guess what? All the people that are laughing at you, making fun of you, dogging you, because some of those people are just pure mean and evil. Some of those people just don't fully understand yet. Some of those people that may be dogging you out, guess what? One day they may become a Christian and they're going to regret the things that they say, the things that they do. I had somebody once tell me years after high school, they said, Mikey, you had it figured out, man. You had it right. I had it wrong. Because I was a Christian. I, was, I, was, I wasn't perfect. I made mistakes. I was still a stupid teenager in a lot of ways. But for the most part, I was, I was following Christ, man. I was, I was trying to do the right thing. And this particular friend saw that, realized that, and later came back and said, man, you, you had it figured out, man. You, you were doing the right thing while he was living a pretty crazy party lifestyle. And, and you know, he went up getting married and having family. And, and guess what? He's, you know, a strong Christian now, and that's where he's got his family, and that's what he's pushing. And he wishes he could go back and change some things. So you may have some of those one day. Guess what? You're on the winning team. And it's good to be on the winning team. And we know we're going to win. Some of those people may eventually join the winning team. Some of those people will not. Either way, it's good for us. Okay? We're getting the win no matter what. Of course, I would love for as many people to join the winning team as possible. That's why I'm a, a pastor. That's why I'm trying to continue to share the gospel. Because I want as many people as possible to be on the winning team. To be Team Jesus. But ultimately, everybody's not going to do that. People are going to reject you. People are going to make fun of you. People are going to dog you. That's just who it is. That's just the way it is. Stop caring what other people think. You will be so much happier. You will have so much more peace in your life. And then I'm going to leave you with this passage. Joshua 1.9. It's a good passage. Love it. Loved it for a long time. It's one of those staples. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Again, we're on the victory side. God is telling you to be strong. God is telling you to be bold. He's telling you to be courageous. He's telling you to be confident, to not be afraid, to not be discouraged because he is with us. And in the end, we win. Christ followers win. That's my message for today, people. Take this, apply it. You'll be so much better off. Appreciate you listening. Thanks for your support. Love you guys. Bye-bye. I don't want to be just someone that's new. I speak my mind so free so you could hear the truth. Yeah, no.